Okay, welcome to episode nine of the Appreneur podcast. Uh, I am your host, it's Paul Kemp. Uh, this is a podcast that goes out. It's a community of us within iOS stack. And uh, if, uh, if you want to know all about that, then just uh, go to theappguy.co and you can see uh, a, a joining link where you can see Slack on there and you can join our waitlist. And um, uh, I also do the App Guide podcast, and uh, that's uh, 450 odd episodes of uh, app entrepreneurship and startup life. Uh, also, Chris Bishaw is uh, behind this, and he is the curator of Indie iOS Focus Weekly. And you can get more information about that at indieiosfocus.curated.co. And uh, finally, uh, we are all. Uh, friends in uh, the Slack group, which is uh, iOS Stack hyphen friends. Um, okay, guys, uh, let's um, start off uh, our one-minute little intros about um, what we're up to. And uh, Rouse, let's start you far right. What? Uh, give us a one-minute uh, overview of what you do and your biggest challenges. Okay, so I'm the co-founder of Stumbleon Stuff, which is a marketplace for buying and selling stuff locally. We offer users is um, the opportunity to get their stuff delivered within 48 hours or immediate delivery in the same day. And uh, my biggest challenge this week was, um, or should I say last week, was to uh, wrestling with my developers with the payment platform that um, they had chosen, which is not available in all countries. Um, I'd advise them against using it, but we're familiar with it, so we're just trying to find out um, a payment platform that will suit every country that we want to launch in. So that's my uh, current challenge, payment platforms. Great. Jeffrey? Hey, um, hi, I'm Jeffrey from uh, Sheduit. Um, Sheduit is a uh, business matchmaking app, um, and it's ideal for networking either every day or at events. Um, same as previous weeks, uh, I think one of the biggest challenges I have at the moment is uh, reaching out to to, um, uh, to event organizers so um, we can um, provide them with Jesuit. Um Been doing a lot of outreach, been receiving a lot of uh, positive feedback, but it, my challenge is how to scale that um, in the most efficient and productive manner. So, yeah. Great. Chris? Yeah, my name is Chris Bishore. Um, as Paul mentioned, I'm the curator of Indie iOS Focus Weekly and also the curator of iOSStack.com, which is a site that Paul and I launched last week and uh, had some pretty good success with that. It had over 10,000 page views in the first 36 hours. Um, I do that and I do some freelance work. I also have a, a regular day job that I'm transitioning from um, starting in June. Uh, right now my biggest challenge is probably um, just that transition and building some freelance clients uh, to, uh, to have some sort of steady income um, as I uh, uh, you know, cut back my income at my regular day job. Great. Okay. My name is uh, Paul Kemp, and I am the host of the App Guy podcast. 
which is a show now that I can't believe is 450 episodes, uh, lots of uh, great content in there. It's meant that I've uh, created a, a really good uh, network of founders, uh, people I've been reaching out to. My, my biggest challenge right now is uh, seeking um, developers and designers uh, and trying to uh, find founders who are looking to uh, place them. It's because I've um, gone in partnership with uh, TopTal and um, they are uh, a, a um, contract hire, uh, it's kind of a different platform but uh, they do uh, source uh, great developers and designers and I said I would help them out and hook them up with some, some uh, great developers and designers. So um, if you know any founders looking for developers, um, then let me know. Uh, so let's uh, crack on then. Um, the next bit is, uh, I guess um, we're going to have an educational piece. Uh, Chris, you're on top of this one. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Jeffrey had said that he was going to uh, do something this week. Yeah, Jeffrey, let's hear what you have to tell us about um, <clears throat> selling. Sure. Um, okay, sure. Um, okay, so as you know, this week I I want to talk about sales. And um, the reason I want to talk about sales is because I think that many um, freelancers, many developers, many entrepreneurs, they see sales in a way which handicaps them in business. So I think the, the first important thing to realize is that in, um, in business and in life, everybody is a salesman. Um, whether you're selling an app to a client, whether you're selling an idea to a partner, whether you're selling your choice of restaurants to your, to your wife or to your husband, in most, conver in most conversations, where there is a point of view that you want to, to communicate and you want to convince somebody else, then there is an act of selling. And so constantly every day we are going through, um, we are doing sales. And so salesmanship is one of the most useful skills that you can have really. Being able to convince others to take action on your ideas is really a, a very powerful ability. And it's very unfortunate that many people, even in business, look at sales in a negative light. Um, so I think that we shouldn't really look at sales, whether it is inbound sales or cold calling or, or whatever, as something that annoys prospects and wastes, wastes their time. So the first tip that I like to give is to really have the right mindset when going into a sale and think of sales as something that can add value to your prospective clients. You're adding value because um, you can help the prospect discover a need that he or she might not have thought about. You can add value because you are giving the prospect market and product information. Um, you can also um, make the prospect feel good using humor and praise. And so these are different ways in which um, you are adding value to, to the selling process. 
Um, so another thing is that if you're looking at sales in a negative manner, then you are also much less likely to be successful at it because it's much harder to succeed at something which you dislike, which you think is uh, annoying and, 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 and uh, something that you don't want to do. But if you, if you accept that sales is something that can add value to your clients and that is something, it is something positive, then you're much more likely to uh, be successful at it. Uh, the second tip that I also wanted to share with you guys is to always be agreeable in sales. So if you want your customer to agree with you, you have to make sure that he sees you as someone who is agreeable. If you make your customer feel wrong, then you're creating opposition, you're creating conflict, and you're just making it um, harder for yourself to get um, agreement from the client. So let me give you an example. Um, if the customer says, I want my app to have, a lot of to have a lot of text, and you think that that's a bad idea, then you can either say, um, Mr. Client, that might not be a good idea. Or instead, you can, you can say, Mr. Client, I totally understand you'd like a lot of text on your app, and let me reassure you, I'll do my best so that you have an app that you're really happy with. However, just in case, let me also show you a few other options and why it might, it might be a good idea for you to consider them. So in the first example where I, just, where I said, Mr. Client, that might not be a good idea, I just created a position. I opposed what the client said. But in the second example, in the second uh, version, where I said, I totally understand, and let me reassure you, um, I showed the customer that, that I'm on his side and that I understand what he's saying, and that I created a certain level of agreement. And so that the trick is to try to be as creative as possible in how to avoid opposing your customer and to show him or her that, that you are on their side and that you are on the same page. Um, I think sometimes we might have our own ideas and be very passionate about our own ideas and we want to impose them on the customer, um, but sometimes that can create um, conflict. And when you are conflicting with the, with, with the customer, uh, it's going to be much harder for the customer to uh, say yes to you when you're saying no to them. Okay. Uh, does anyone have All any right, questions, yeah. Jeffrey? No, but I thought that he uh, he hit on some of the really important things, which, you know, I think the most important thing of what he talked about is just how much many app developers dislike the marketing and the, um, you know, sales of their apps. And, you know, that really shows through to your users or in your marketing message if you just you know, don't embrace that as, you know, this is part of it. And, you know, you're kind of, if you make a good app, you know, you're proud of that can help people or that's a good game, you're kind of doing a disservice by not 
you know, spreading the word and believing in your app. So I really think, you know, what he said about not looking at sales in a negative manner really is important for app developers to uh, think about. And, you know, that might involve, you know, hiring somebody to do your marketing or partnering with somebody that specializes in that. Um, but good stuff, definitely. Yeah, Jeffrey, I was trying to remember. I had a chat with a very uh, good salesperson. Um, I can't quite remember his name right now. I'm just, I'll find it. But uh, um, we often forget exactly how um, important sales is and how, how tough it is as well. Um, but to have a positive mindset, that's what I took away from your chat. Um, okay, should we um, move on to... Um, I mean, obviously, this group is quite small now. It's we've lost a few people on, um, so we're not doing the deep dives just yet. We're all very familiar with each other and what we're doing, um, so we don't have a guest as well to talk through. I thought the guest last week was pretty interesting. Um, what should we do? We we can um, we can talk about um, how we can add value to the, the small group we have here, and um, yeah, we, you know. Yeah? I was wondering if maybe we should, on uh, weeks like this where we don't have a guest, um, kind of just go through, you know, maybe hit each person and see what they've been working on over the last week or so, and just, uh, you know, kind of see if that spurs any good conversation, um, you know, to help each other out. Let's do that, Chris, yeah. And I think, actually, I did promise on the Slack group that we would chat about uh, the launch as yeah. well of iOS yeah. Stack. Um, so that we can refer back to this episode if anyone asks how, how, how it went. So would everyone be okay if we spent 10 minutes on going through the launch, the stats, and uh, what happened? Yeah, sure. That's okay. Okay, hopefully Jeffrey will come back. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's done his piece, now he's off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Paul, if you want to just kind of, you know, the launch was... Um, I curated most of the content, and you handled a lot of the launch. So, let's uh, let's get your opinion and just kind of insight into how it went. And uh, you know, there was a lot of good questions I thought in the Slack group about um, you know, well, like Product Hunt, for example, and you know, is it even worth uh, you know submitting, and should you submit if it's your own app? You know, all those different kind of questions. And I think there's a lot of uh, you know. A lack of knowledge and kind of how that side and other sites like it work. So I, I think it'd be awesome if uh, if we could kind of hear your thoughts on that. So, um, right, okay. So the launch is still going. Um, we're still uh, in launch mode, and uh, that means uh, I've. Um, uh, if anyone's interested, actually, I just have um, discovered uh, and, and been gifted uh, twelve thousand contacts uh, that are top journalists. And uh, I thought that was quite interesting. So um, I have a 900 list of journalists, and plus there's 12,000. Uh, I plan to uh, reach out to many of these uh, over the course of the the month, and uh, you know, just now we can uh, basically tell a very positive story that there's been a huge demand um, initially from the launch. Uh, you, you can see on the um, the screen here that it's 15,000 views. Uh, of um, our site, a brand new site. Um, so zero, 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 then bang, um, fifteen thousand um, in the course of a few days. So uh, it was a lot of activity, a lot of great feedback. I, I, I can't remember reading anything negative. It was all very positive on the content, on the need for this. 
and um, uh, can can everyone see my screen there? With uh, for yes. the benefit of the podcast listeners, we will uh, yeah. we will actually send this to you if you're interested. We're looking at a screenshot of the traffic, and um, Jeffrey's just turned back up. Jeffrey, we're just talking about the launch of iOS Stack, um, showing some screenshots. Uh, so the most important thing is that uh, we get hunted by um, a top influencer. That means that we end up on uh, be, being featured uh, on the home page of Product Hunt. That's where all the activity, 90% of the traffic of Product Hunt looks at the home page or uh, gets the email. And so if you're submitting your own product and you end up on this upcoming tab, uh, which I'll show you on the screen here, um, ProductHunt.com. Uh, you just don't get any traction at all, um, unfortunately. There's really not many people kind of click this button here, which is the newest. Uh, so uh, we managed to get on the homepage featured, and uh, we launched fairly early. That was around about nine to ten uh, a.m. UK time, which is um, uh, roughly about two p.m. Sorry, two a.m. Pacific time, and uh, we then had some really good traction for the day. And uh, I've got a lovely little chart that I can show you here. Uh, I actually helped create this with a good friend of mine, Lucas Gordon, if he's listening. Um, this helps you track the uh, momentum of your day on Product Hunt. It's called productrank.co. And if we go back to last Thursday, uh, we can see that... Um, we finished very high up. Uh, actually, with the number of votes, we finished third, but they do have an algorithm uh, which takes into account the time of day, the types of upvoters, and also if you've been naughty and asked for an upvote, um, they take into account all that stuff. But look at this, over 400 upvotes, which is actually more than I got for the App Guy podcast. Um, so a really great support there from the community. Can you all see... Um, uh, iOS stack in orange there, yeah, and uh, it just really had like consistent momentum all through the day. It's a very nice f sort of consistent um, flow. So everyone who got to to click the link and and had the chance to upvote, it was consistent throughout the day, and um, uh, that resulted in, as you can see, f sort of a really big uptick in um, the traffic and then I know that we had quite a few sign-ups we had quite a few uh, people joining the slack group as a result and um, I, I, I thought that that was actually re really um, it shows you the power of product hunt and then the following day because we were in the top five uh, on product hunt we managed to get into their newsletter and uh, uh, yeah the newsletter I'll show you I can actually get that we just grab this. Uh, the newsletter comes out every day. In fact, how, this is how Product Hunt started, was as a newsletter. And um, if you get into the newsletter, you get uh, 20 to 30% traffic as, uh, on top of what you got the previous day, uh, which is excellent. And so I'll show you the, um, if I can just find the Product Hunt newsletter here. I thought I'd put it onto Evernote somewhere. You know, I'll post that in the link afterwards. Um, so we ended up on Product Hunt Newsletter, and uh, then that drove another spike around about 3.30 p.m. UK time. 
So overall, in the, the 48 hours, we had about 10,000 um, views and uh, lots of people signing up, lots of questions, loads and loads of comments. If we grab, um, uh, there's a lot of stuff to go through here, but if we grab our day, then you can see we had, I think, about 40-odd comments. Uh, and that's because I was very, very careful not to ask for an upvote, but to suggest people can go and say hello to us in the comment section on, um, on Product Hunt. There we are. Oh, 589. Wow. Um, your screen's not shared. Can you share oh, that? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We want to know what you're so excited about, Paul. Yeah. Wow. 500. I didn't realize um, we'd, we'd um, got that high. Where have you gone? Our upvotes are at 589. Uh, share screen. Yeah, there we are. 42 comments, 589 upvotes, and um, what I like about Product Hunt is that, you know, I do um, some other uh, content marketing elsewhere, and often you get, like, these really negative comments, you know, hey, you're posting something that's clickbait or, um, uh, you know, just really negative kind of um, uh, pessimistic comments. Uh, what I like about Product Hunt is the nature of the community. Uh, they do... Uh, I think they monitor and moderate who can comment. And so this results in like a lot of really nice positive feedback, constructive feedback. Um, this is a moderator here, Ben Tossel. He um, you know, was asking about whether there's anyone who's built an app just on these resources alone. Um, thought that was interesting. He can be quite a tough cookie, actually. And so it was nice to get uh, a good comment from him. Uh, and. Chris and I were both very active within comments, and you need uh, to be active uh, and commenting. Um, now, what was interesting is Bram Canstein here, who is the guy I met last year, uh, who you know ended up um, giving us the idea for startup. Uh, well, you, Chris, uh, he he was really supportive, and um, I know his site was getting about one million views per per month uh, at some point. So. It, it does have the, the chance of being quite a successful type of site. Yeah, he um, has the most upvoted product on product history, I believe. You know, and it's ironic because he showed me his product just before he um, put it onto Product Hunt, uh, and I didn't think twice about it. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, it's a, a site. I, I don't get it. You know, isn't Product Hunt about curation anyway? Mm -hmm. uh, it just shows you when you, you glance at something, you can't predict what's going to be successful. Yeah, so there's our story. Um, it was a very uh, successful launch, um, and I, I managed to get it on the homepage because of the, the, the um, contacts that I built up within Product Hunt. And uh, we were hunted by Kiki Share, who's um, become a good friend of mine. She's the founder of... Um, uh, Fitter, uh, which is an app uh, for the watch and um, the iPhone. Yeah, and uh, she thought it was brilliant. Yeah, I, th I was really happy with the launch, and I thought that, um, you know, it just, it's really interesting how how things like product work and just the kind of mechanics that go into the, the planning that there has to be, you know, to if you start getting some upvotes, you know, to foster those and to how to spread the word and that type of thing. And um, it kind of goes back to what Jeffrey was talking about with the, um, 
with the sales part of your apps. You know, if you're not on there and promoting yourself, and uh, you know, we both spread the news through Twitter and to, I know I uh, said, hey, um, come come over and and check us out on Product Hunt in the newsletter, and we tried to coordinate a lot of things like that, and it was really nice to see it all uh, pay off and get get some traffic there. And I know I. I received quite a few signups for my newsletter um, from the site too, and uh, yeah, it was just really—it was a really nice to have a victory, you know, because so many times you launch an app and or you launch something and um, it just doesn't get the traction you want, and you're you're very, um, you know, you're very, I guess, disheartened that oh, I wish I would have got more, um, you know, out of this or. Uh, it, it was also nice to launch something that wasn't just an app for a change, you know, because I've launched a lot of apps and, you know, I've never really had a big marketing push behind any of my apps because, uh, you know, I'm an independent developer. But um, it was really cool. And, and curating, it's fun because most of the curation comes from the uh, newsletter. But I do add in other stuff that I see that doesn't quite make the newsletter. So, um, you know, Iowa Stack will grow and will continue to um to uh, add resources, I guess the challenge, you know, the, the most obvious challenge is, is, well, how do you get people to continue to see it as a resource that they'll want to visit or come back to? So that's stuff that uh, Paul and I have been talking about and, uh, you know, trying to get that going. Obviously, we're looking for sponsors as well for the um, continuation of uh, the app, uh, iOS stack. Uh, and so if anyone does come across anyone who uh, wants to sponsor, then let us know. It's hard to think, actually, Chris, I mean, we haven't really fleshed this out too much, but, um, you know, in terms of the monetization of uh, iOS stack, mm -hmm. I guess it's, it is going to be, um, we'll see how, see how it goes. I mean, I've been approached uh, by a few potential um, sponsors that want to uh, certainly appear in the, um, the curation, uh, and so I guess, I guess like everything, um, at some point we might be like Twitter, where the first thing in a category will be, um, you know, like a sponsored uh, post. Yeah, that's what Startup Stash I think does. Is that the first uh, thing at the top is like the featured, you know, one, and you know, uh, you know, you and I have kind of talked about that. You know, we want the. Uh, what's curated in there, you know, that's stuff that I found interesting. You know, I, I remember uh, watching a video of uh, Dave uh, Werver who does the uh, iOS Dev Weekly and one of the things he said is that this is curated stuff by me, you know, I, I don't, you know, I curate stuff that I find interesting and um, I've kind of, you know, without even knowing that that's how he did it, that's how I've always kind of done my curation. And uh, I would never want to put, you know, a sponsor in there that I didn't either use or have very high regard for. But um, I feel that, you know, when you do that, that kind of, again, goes back to the marketing that Jeffrey was talking about. And, uh, you know, because we're selling uh, sponsorship, but at the same time, you know, I, I wouldn't feel uh, like we're, quote, selling out as long as we have products that we believe in and, um, you know, put it tastefully at the top. And that's, like I said, that's what Startup Stash does, and that's what a lot of these do. So um, I think that's definitely an option. Does anyone have any questions? Okay, great. Well, that was fun. So um, 
let's move on. Uh, um, oh yeah, Jeffrey, uh, you were talking about um, sales, and um, uh, I mean, I guess I can privately message you uh, this uh, twelve thousand contacts that I've uh, received for journalists and tech journalists and stuff. Um, I'm not sure I'm supposed to share it out, but um, uh, yeah, I can uh, send that to you. I think his microphone's acting up. Yeah. Um, how can we help Rouse with this payment thing? Um, well, we <clears throat> so we we were using Stripe, and after implementing it, um, thinking that we're almost ready for launch, we discovered that it's not uh, usable in in Australia for immediate payments and other stuff. So. Um, we've gone back to the drawing board, and uh, at the moment, PayPal um, payments seems to be the option to use. But maybe if someone has past experience with um, payments uh, platforms that offer instant transfers, maybe that uh, would be great to to have a bit of advice on that. Right. Um. I just added, I had a sponsor that requested to pay by Square. Um, have you looked into them? Um, I don't know what how they do internationally, but I know they're pretty popular in the United States. Oh, well, I'll try and check them out. I hadn't thought of them before, because yeah, I always thought that they were just merchants. It's squareup.com, uh, I believe, is the website. But um, they're, they're pretty big in the retail, you know, or at least around yeah. here, you know, if you go to someplace, you know, like you're at a, a sporting event that's more of a smaller sporting event and they have like a, you know, like a local sporting event. They might have people with iPads and a square reader on it to accept credit cards, but they also do a similar thing to like PayPal, um, where yeah. if both of you have an account, you can, you know, pay the instant payment. So um, I think they're, you know, they're kind of a PayPal competitor, but um, they get a lot of good, good press and I've heard a lot of good things about them. Yeah, Ross, I'm, I'm not sure Square is like internationally recognized. I'm, I don't think we get it in the UK. Uh, mm. I've been waiting for it for some time. Um, I did actually, um, this reminds me, I did have a chat with this guy, Jake Ward. Um, I'll pull up his details. Now, he is the founder of uh, um, App Developer Alliance, and they have a ton of resources in there for developers. It may be just interesting to go and... Uh, um, I'll see if I can get it up here, Jake Ward. Yeah, uh, you may be able to uh, get um, exactly what you need from in there. Has yeah, anyone heard uh, of this, um, the Developer Alliance? No, this is the first time hearing about it. Yeah, let's just put yeah. up the website. Uh, it's appdevelopersalliance.org. And mm. they have 60,000 uh, developers in there uh, uh, who basically answer questions like you're asking, which is what yeah. is the best payment solution. Sounds good. Thank you. That will save That's a lot of headaches. <laughs> yeah. It's app developer. What's the website again? There. Yeah, I'll post it in our in our founding uh, thing. It's appdevelopersalliance.org. Yeah, that's a good uh, resource. Yeah. You know, one thing that always surprises me is, is I, I do all this curation for the newsletter and, you know, see so much stuff. And then 
Paul brings up a site like that that I've never even <laughs> heard of, and it's like, wow, you know, there's just so many resources out there if you just uh, if you just know where to look. I guess it's amazing. Yeah. Good. Thank you, Paul, for pointing okay. that out. I will post that into the um, into the thing, the stack Slack. Uh, okay, well, unless we have anything else, um, maybe we, um, does anyone else have any final things they'd like to uh, share with um, challenges or how we can help? Not really. Ah, uh, Paul, oh, sorry. I'll, I'll ask you in a private message. It's okay. Okay. I mean, is it yeah. embarrassing? You can... <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it's not embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> I don't mind. It's 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 nothing embarrassing. Uh, I'll just okay. ask you in the Slack group. See, yeah, that, that's the great thing. We're doing a podcast. It's going on as a podcast, and everyone now is going to be really, uh, you know, like leaving a teaser. Yeah, come to the Slack group if you want to find out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come and join our Slack group, and then you'll find out what yeah. Ralph's private message to me is. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I just wanted to say, um, after listening to one of your uh, podcast episodes, um, you know, like for me, going over the past year developing the app and and trying to get it released, um, and then having a setback like this, sometimes you just feel like, oh man, <laughs> it's just tiring. Um, but like you know, believing in your own product. Back to what um, Jeffrey was saying, you know, if you believe that it brings value to people, um, you know, you've got to you've got to market it and 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 bring it out into the world. So um, yes, that was a bit of encouragement from listening to one of the episodes you had and. And from what um, Jeffrey was just saying, that you know, the value that we have in the apps that we make. Because sometimes, sometimes we think like all the hours that we put in that people, um, sometimes people don't appreciate it. But that one person who will find immense value in it um, is worth it. I think. So thanks, yeah. Jeffrey, and thanks, Paul. Yeah, you know, that's the thing about making apps or, or really anything in business. Whether you spend an hour on you know, a feature or building something or spend, you know, 200 hours, the customer really doesn't care. You know, it's just what's the end product. So they don't, they're not in it emotionally with you as, oh my gosh, I've spent so much time in this and all this work, you know, they, they don't care. Yeah. They just want the, they just want the app to work or the product to, to function correctly. So, you know, you got to yeah. keep that in the back of your mind because they're not on your emotional journey, you know. <laughs> yeah, they don't get romantic about all that stuff. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try and find a Medium post. Um, it was something about basically no one gives a shit about what you do. Uh, or, or you. They, no one that. gives a shit yeah. about you. That's that a, yeah. and, and it is true. Um, you know, yeah. a lot of the things that we do. I knew, yeah, this guy, he, he does some of the most... Um, what's the word, like vitriol, his posts are like um, the John Westenberg. He, uh, he had several, you know, pretty controversial posts, but, you know, basically uh, posts like that, you know, nobody cares what, you know, how hard you work, <laughs> all that, you know. Yeah, it's pretty good stuff. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, cool. Okay. Well, um, unless there's anything else we can help with, um, then uh, let's call it an end to this episode. And uh, hopefully, we can get uh, you know a few more to to join next week. Um, uh, and I know that uh, Darren has unfortunately got some. Um, uh, we may want to send a little um, uh, thinking about you to 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 our missed friend Darren, who's got some um, problems with I think his mum, who's in hospital. Uh, so um, uh, yeah, that's a shame. Um, but um, yeah. okay. Uh, okay, everyone. Well, thanks ever so much, and uh, I'll uh, look forward to speaking with you next week. All See right. you guys. Thanks. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.